Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Astrology with Alice. I'm your host, Alice Bell, and today is Monday, February 19th. First, I want to apologize for my voice. On this episode, I'm recovering from being sick. I know it's annoying to listen to, but I wanted to still give you the forecast for the week ahead. Anyways, happy first day of Pisces season. The sun has officially entered into Pisces today for the next month. Although I'm not so sure like how happy and light this Pisces season will be because the sun is quickly approaching a conjunction with Saturn over the next week, week and a half or so. So an overarching theme could be that maybe you're feeling a lot of like pressure or stress coming from a certain area of your life over the next few days. Like there's a lot on your plate and you're having to take care of all of it at once. Plus, this coupled with the full moon in Virgo that's taking place over the weekend in a few days from now, I just see this week as like kind of busy in a stressful way. Like time's running out. I got to take care of this stuff. Kind of like a go, go, go energy. So try to make time to rest and care for yourself. Like do not forget your own needs this week because it's just going to be a more demanding next few days. Before we get into the transits for each day, though, I wanted to talk about something I noticed very literal with astrology happening. So a few days ago, I did an astrological residency at this really nice hotel. They had me come there for the weekend and give readings to the guests. However, they decided to schedule my residency to be on the day, the two days leading up to a new moon in Aquarius. That was like the first two days I was there. And then the last two days I was there, it was right after the new moon. And if you've been listening to this podcast or reading my content for a while, you kind of know that the new moon is the lowest energy time of the month. Like nothing is really going on in the lead up to that new moon. So I just thought that was so interesting because the first two days I was there, no one asked me to give a reading for them. And then the day after the new moon happened and the moon moved into Pisces and started applying to a conjunction with Saturn, I started getting readings and being busier. But I just tell this story because it's like when you're running a business or making decisions with work and like when you should launch something or time an event, I personally would not choose to do that type of thing right before a new moon. And I just kind of wish more people like applied the lunar cycle to how they work because you kind of realize why are there slower periods throughout the month with making money and having projects gain momentum? And why are there certain times of the month where it's way more likely to have a lot of activity going on there? I just feel like everyone would be a lot more productive if they were using the tracking like new moon, waxing moon, full moon, back to waning moon and new moon again. Anyways, just wanted to share that. Okay, let's get into the astrology for the week ahead. Today is Monday, February 19th. Like I said, the sun has entered Pisces. Just Pisces season keywords to keep in mind over the next month, not just this week. Pisces is the last sign of the zodiac. So I really think of this time as one in which you're like going within And there's more internal reflection going on. There might just be not as much energy to initiate and get new things going. It's more of a time of like connecting with your sense of spirituality or finding outlets for creativity. 
Also, maybe needing to be there for the people in your life. Like Pisces is a very service-oriented sign, but it's more so where Virgo is the service sign associated with like doing acts of kindness for other people and like literal physical gestures. Pisces is more like, how can you offer your emotions and your compassion to other people? It's not so obvious of how you're being of service, but you still are wanting to like reach out and support the people in your life. So keep that in mind over the next few weeks. Also on Monday, the moon is in cancer all day. So there's a nice water sign trine going on between the sun in Pisces and the moon in cancer. So throughout Monday, you may feel more intuitive or kind of like compassionate and understanding of both yourself and of other people. Like it might just be easier to pick up on how other people are feeling or you're really wanting to maybe give more energy to yourself and like slow down. You could be a bit emotional or sensitive though. And that might be like the catalyst for, wow, I really need to like take care and nurture myself a bit more. Overall, try to take it easy on Monday. You may want to tend to activities around the home, especially because Monday is the day of the week ruled by the moon. So anything involving like home, family, because the moon is in the sign it rules, cancer, all day on Monday, it's like great to tend to lunar activities. Um, so maybe cleaning your space or calling up your family or a friend that feels like family to you to connect. It's important to note that this water sign emphasis of the sun and the moon being in these two water signs very much contrasts with Mercury, Venus, and Mars all still being in an Aquarius. So I'm someone that deals with this contrast like every single day of my life because I have sun in Aquarius, moon in Pisces. So the best way I can describe it is like wanting the Aquarius side of these transits going on might want to avoid emotional stuff and it very much favors logic and innovation and ideas. But then there's part of you that may be surprised by emotions coming up at this time. I also see like both Pisces, so like now having the sun in Pisces and still these three other planets in Aquarius, because these are the final two signs of the Zodiac, I very much see them as kind of like loner signs. Like they both like to keep to themselves a bit more, even though Aquarius is all about community, it's kind of a sign that's about keeping people at arm's length um, or liking to interact with people from a distance. Like it's like liking the idea of knowing all these people, but not being super close to a lot of them. So like with this Pisces Aquarius contrast, maybe trying to wrestle with this feeling of like moving ahead and thinking of the future and doing things for other people and for like a community at large. But at the same time, having this urge to slow down and look within. So that's just like an underlying theme, not just for Monday, but like for the next few days ahead and even going into like the whole next month because Venus and Mars are still in Aquarius for quite a while. One last thing happening on Monday is that the moon will be building to a sextile with Jupiter. This sextile will go exact around 5 p.m. Eastern. So this is really pleasant for Monday afternoon, Monday evening, maybe just feeling more optimistic and hopeful about a situation in your life. 
even if you are feeling a bit sensitive on this day, not in a super stressful way, more like you're wanting to understand what your feelings about a situation are teaching you and really learning from any emotions coming up at this time. Moving on to Tuesday, February 20th, the moon is still in Cancer all day. So the themes of maybe connecting with loved ones, tending to activities at home, or feeling a bit more sensitive or introverted will still apply to Tuesday. You may just be craving a bit more stability or you're wanting to find ways to nurture yourself. Overall, though, Tuesday has a lot less activity going on than Monday did. The only major aspect happening is that the moon will be trining Neptune on Tuesday night, Eastern time. So Tuesday evening, Tuesday night, it's really good time to stay in and do some type of relaxing activity or a spiritual practice. Like maybe you're getting more out of journaling or meditation or yoga or any other type of thing that just helps you to calm down on Tuesday. Okay, moving on to Wednesday, February 21st. There is a lot of activity going on on Wednesday. This, in fact, might be the busiest day out of the entire week, aside from probably the day of the full moon. But yeah, there's a ton going on on Wednesday. First off, Mars and Venus are coming into an exact conjunction in Aquarius at six degrees of Aquarius, to be exact. So people with chart placements at six degrees of a fixed sign Leo, Aquarius, Scorpio, or Taurus will feel what I'm about to go over the most intensely. Like maybe there's just a lot more happening in your life throughout this week and maybe even into next week. For everyone though, you're going to probably feel this um, urge to put more energy towards relationships. This could be a really good idea or this could be a really good time to put yourself out there with dating, say yes to hanging out with friends, maybe even like networking, just coming into contact with new people and wanting to prioritize that a bit more. However, Mars obviously has an aggressive side, so there might be relationship conflict that needs to be addressed. Um, And I would say trying to strike a balance between the qualities of Mars and Venus will be important. So how can you be a little bit more assertive in your relationships or stand up for yourself around other people versus understanding when it might be smarter to compromise and go in the way of peace in relationships. Like when is it when is it necessary to just step back and let someone else have their way? I want you to take a moment to reflect back on June of 2023. That's when Venus and Mars were last this close to each other. They were both in the sign of Leo that month. And this is important because Leo is the sign opposite to Aquarius. So it's kind of activating a similar part of your chart because the sign and houses opposite to one another always have like interwoven themes. Like you can't have one without the other, basically. Um, So you may be noticing similar themes that were occurring in the early summer of 2023. You'll really want to check the house in your chart that's ruled by Aquarius to get more insight into what exactly you're wanting to put all of this energy towards. Another theme that might be popping up throughout Wednesday and maybe in the days surrounding Wednesday is that there's a lot of money being spent. So you may want to be mindful of what you're buying. Is it actually worth your money? Maybe just try not to impulsively spend on things you might not need. 
Also taking place on Wednesday is that right right around 9 a.m. Eastern, the moon will move into Leo. If you're in time zones ahead of Eastern, you'll have the moon in Cancer for the majority of your day. The moon in these late degrees of Cancer won't be making aspects to other planets. So you could have a slower workday in general for those in Europe and beyond. But for everyone else, though, once the moon moves into Leo at 9 a.m. Eastern, your day will really start to get going because once the moon moves into Leo, it will immediately start applying to an opposition with this Venus and Mars configuration in Aquarius all day. So fixed signs, Leo, Aquarius, Taurus, and Scorpio, or if you have a fixed sign rising, this will be a really significant couple day period for you this week. See if like more notable life events occur or if opportunities are coming your way. Even if you don't have a lot of these signs in your chart, everyone should be checking the houses of your chart ruled by Aquarius and Leo because that's really where a lot of the action is taking place this week for you. In addition to opposing Venus and Mars, the moon will also oppose Pluto in the morning Eastern. So like earlier on in your day, like right around like 9 to maybe 11 a.m., There could be some power dynamics going on in a relationship, like maybe you're struggling with um, emotions surrounding an interaction with someone, or maybe you feel like you're needing to control an aspect of your life. Leo Moon in general can be pretty dramatic and very blunt and honest. Those are great characteristics, but it might just get a little overly amplified while the moon is aspecting like Mars and Pluto specifically. So your emotions may be a bit heightened um, throughout Wednesday or you're quick to react within your relationships. So just be mindful of that. I would still put energy into connecting with people and socializing though, because I still overall see this as a positive, especially if you're a fire or an air sign rising, this would be a really good night to meet up with a friend or go on a date or attend some type of activity where you're meeting a lot of new people. Thursday, February 22nd, the moon is still in Leo all day. Just some Leo keywords to keep in mind throughout Thursday because didn't fully go over these for Wednesday, but this will apply to Wednesday, Thursday, and most of Friday is finding ways to be a bit more creative. Maybe this is in your work, like finding ways to inject your personality into a project you're working on, or maybe there's a side hobby that you're busy developing. Also, even outside of work, like just finding little moments of joy in your everyday life. Like how can you do something that just makes you happy? And this could be something as small as like, getting like a fun drink at the coffee shop and going on a walk. Just any type of like small activity that sparks joy for you. And you might be finding um, outlets for self-expression. Like how can you be more true to yourself, express your personality, whether that's through like social media content, some writing you're working on, or just a fun hobby, like I mentioned. Overall, though, Thursday will be a little less active than Wednesday. You may not feel as irritated or impatient or like aggressive towards people or maybe noticing that you're not receiving that type of emotions from the people you're interacting with. It's just not as present as it would have been on Wednesday. The moon is still making an aspect to a couple planets 
on Thursday, mainly the moon will square Jupiter and Taurus early, early in the morning Eastern. So this mainly applies to time zones ahead of America, but you'll probably just feel more uplifted or hopeful throughout your day, maybe more likely to see any challenges you're encountering as opportunities for learning, or you're just having positive interactions with people overall. In the evening time Eastern, though, the moon will move on to square Uranus and Taurus. So later on in Later on in the day on Thursday, you may feel a bit more anxious than you usually would, or you could want to do something on a whim, like maybe you make dinner plans randomly, or maybe you hear from someone by surprise or get some type of unexpected news. Definitely something a bit more minor, though. I wouldn't read too much into that. And that brings us to Friday, February 23rd. The moon is still in Leo all the way up until about 9 p.m. Eastern. So all those Leo keywords I talked about of maybe being a bit more creative, um, finding ways to have joy in your life, that will still apply to Friday. The moon will be void, of course, all day until 9, not making aspects to other planets from these later degrees of Leo. I want to say that it might be a slower, more relaxed Friday. And normally I would say that more definitively. But there is a full moon in Virgo taking place early Saturday morning. So all of Friday is spent in that intense buildup to the full moon on Saturday. So it may actually still be a busy Friday, even though the moon is void, of course. Full moons are definitely time, definitely a time of connection. So you could want to see people on Friday or, again, like you may just have people reaching out randomly, even if you don't have anything planned as of now. Um, Or you might be making important realizations about an area of your life, like what needs to be changed or released. Check the house ruled by Virgo in your chart for where those realizations are coming up. You may also find it a bit harder to sleep on Friday night. Um, You could feel a bit more wired, especially because the full moon is taking place in a sign ruled by Mercury. And Mercury is all about thinking and processing information. So it could feel like that's just amped up a bit and your mind just won't shut off. Speaking of Mercury, though, on Friday, Mercury is moving into Pisces. And it will only be in Pisces from February 23rd until March 10th. So this is a very brief Mercury transit, only about like two and a half weeks long. But these next couple weeks could be a time of thinking more with your intuition rather than needing to like always have a solid answer. It's kind of like following like what your gut instincts are telling you and believing that side of yourself more rather than doubting what your intuition might be telling you. You could also get curious in reading about spirituality. This could look like wanting to get more into manifestation or astrology or paranormal stuff. You could feel more creatively inspired too. Pisces is a very imaginative sign. And I know like a lot of great writers have Mercury and Pisces because they're able to just like imagine the most crazy scenarios. Like how would you ever think to put that in a book? So obviously not everyone's going to turn into that type of writer over the next two and a half weeks, but you might get some of that energy of leaning into like your imagination and having more ideas come to you that might seem a bit far out. The downside to this transit is it's really not so great for dealing with detailed information. So you may just want to double check important contracts, numbers, 
anything that's like about math or just a super detailed, not great for Mercury and Pisces, to be honest. Now we're to the main event of the week. Um, On Saturday, February 24th, we have the full moon in Virgo going exact a little after 7 a.m. Eastern. So by the time most of us in America are getting our day going on Saturday, we're coming off that energy of the full moon. But yeah, for everyone, like full moon and Virgo keywords are a lot about work and routine and kind of thinking about how can you do work that is more meaningful to you? Like what everyday tasks and projects at your job are actually worth your time and energy? And maybe you're reflecting on how you can make adjustments to your schedule to be more productive or efficient. Also, health is probably a bigger priority at the moment for you. You may feel called to just take care of your body, whether that's through exercise, changing up what you're eating, maybe you're um, experimenting with a new skincare routine or trying out a different type of supplement. doesn't have to be anything super major with health, but just taking note of what your body is telling you at this time. Virgo is also a sign that has a lot of perfectionist tendencies. So thoughts like that might be coming up. Try not to be too self-critical or critical of other people. Like you you just can't control everything. Um, So that might be a lesson that you're learning with this full moon. Also, this full moon is really important to note because it falls pretty close to Saturn in Pisces or opposite. The sun is close to Saturn. The moon is opposite. Um, So it reawakens that longer transit of Saturn in Pisces that is going on from March of 2023 to February 2026. So this is one of those transits where it's triggering that longer transit. But both houses ruled by Pisces and Virgo will be very relevant to look at in your chart at this time because the themes of both of those houses, it's like, how can you strike a balance between those two areas of your life? With Saturn brought into the mix with this full moon, it could leave you feeling a bit emotionally heavy, or you may be facing the harsh reality of a situation. Like maybe you built up this fantasy of what something or someone could be, and Saturn's coming in to say, no, this is actually what this situation's about. You can't look at the potential. You have to look at the here and now. And like, what is the hard work that is being asked of you in the moment? This is not a time of procrastination, and you may find that you're making a decision or doing work that you've been putting off until now. At the same time, though, whereas Saturn's like, okay, time is running out. I need to do this now. Saturn is also about time in a sense where things get slowed down a bit, and it may be that something, a situation or something else in your life is getting delayed or you're running into obstacles with it that you didn't anticipate. So that's really frustrating because it's like, I want to move ahead. I want to get this done, but then feeling like there might be blocks with doing so. Um, also another Saturn feeling that I just like always encounter when Saturn is triggered through transit is just feeling weighed down or that there's a lot of pressure on you. This Saturnian energy likely will not be fading out until the end of next week once the sun has fully cleared its conjunction with Saturn. So just expect the next few days, even after the full moon, to kind of feel this heaviness or maybe frustration coming through in a certain part of your life. 
As a side note, Saturn is now at nine degrees of Pisces. So it's officially moved into uncharted territory. The furthest Saturn got in 2023 before its retrograde was eight degrees of Pisces. So now the early mutable sign placement. So if you have planets or angles at these early, like zero to eight degrees of Pisces, Virgo, Gemini, and Sagittarius, you're finally going to get some relief as Saturn moves away for good from your placements in your chart. But the mid to late mutable sign placements, so really this mid-range of like nine to about 20 degrees of Pisces, Virgo, Gemini, Sagittarius, they're really going to be feeling the the Saturnian vibe for the rest of 2024, to be honest. I've been feeling this a lot. I have my natal moon is at 11 degrees of Pisces. So Saturn is coming up on this conjunction with my moon for the first time in 30 years. And it just really has me wanting to take care of my body. The moon has a lot to do with physical health. And so when Saturn comes along and conjuncts it, there's lower energy or you're really, you really have to give more energy to yourself rather than giving it away to other people. So if anyone else has a moon sign, also the sun would do this too. Like when those luminaries are affected, it tends to bring low energy or you need to take care of yourself, basically. We're finally to the last day of the week, Sunday, February 25th. You will still be feeling the energy of the full moon this day. It will definitely be a little less intense though, but expect maybe further realizations or how can I make changes in a certain area of your life to still be coming up. The moon is will not be aspecting Saturn anymore, so there will be less like stress going on on Sunday though. Also on a positive note, Venus and Mars in Aquarius are both coming into a square with Jupiter and Taurus on Sunday. So this may leave you having way more energy than usual or enthusiasm for activities going on in your life. You might want to put energy towards education, travel, or writing, or learning about a different culture. Those are all Jupiter themes. Also, maybe you want to do something active on Sunday, like get out of the house, do something that expands your mind. I would be careful of biting off more than you can chew at the moment. Like maybe you have this desire to do a lot at work. Like this this transit will probably carry into the start of this coming week, but agreeing to a lot or over committing yourself. So just be careful not to overdo things because that's a big theme associated with Jupiter. If you want more insight into what this transit looks like exactly for you, you'll be looking at the houses ruled by Taurus and Aquarius in your chart, where is that square taking place across? And that's likely where you'll see the most positive developments going on as we head into early next week. And if you want to know more about what all of these transits mean for you individually, my Substack subscribers are receiving their Pisces season monthly forecast today, which goes over what all of these Pisces season transits, not just this week, but the next three weeks mean for your individual chart. So like, what does the Venus-Mars conjunction in Aquarius mean for you? What is the full moon in Virgo? If you want individual interpretations based on your rising sign, I go over that. I do 2,000 words per rising sign. So it's a lot of information. I kind of think of that as like a mini reading for the month ahead. It just kind of tells you what you need to be focused on for the next month. 
So I put that info for my Substack in the show notes. That is it for today. Thank you again for listening and I will see you back here next week. 